Well, good morning. There's a lot to be thankful for this morning. Uh, had prayers answered and get to see some familiar faces come back in today. If you would, go ahead, turn in your Bible to Matthew chapter 11. And we'll start off with our scripture and then we'll get into the message about it. Starting in verse 28, it says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to come to your house. Thank you for your word your holy scripture that we get to learn from you as we read it Lord please lift our hearts and our minds to you so that we can hear your voice in the message so that we know what we hear comes from you and we can feel it in our hearts Lord and we can carry it with us as we go throughout this day and into the future thank you for allowing healing and grace to take place in our community and in our church and help us to realize that it all comes from you and whatever hands you choose to do the service Lord it's your will and it's your grace that causes the healing we ask all these things in Jesus name Amen, Amen. so most of us find ourselves burdened with issues pretty much on a daily basis, whether it's money issues, health issues, family issues, work, household chores, or anything of that nature we find are pretty daily issues seem to burden us. We worry about them maybe more than we should. There's also uh, the crisis issues that we have when we have death in the family or illness in the family or maybe a loved one who's lost their way and we get worried with that and it's rightful so that we worry about those things we also have our current event issues that we worry about nearly a third of the country right now is facing possible fuel shortages because of somebody hacking a pipeline. Uh, a lot of people are worried about that. A lot of people are worried about the economic state of the country right now under the new administration. A lot of people are worried about coming into summer, what we're going to do for family vacations or anything like that is stuff going to be open. A lot of businesses are worried about their future coming out of a pandemic and trying to restart and rebuild. We have international issues. Israel is under attack again from the same invading forces that have been there for millennia. If you want to know the history of that, we got the Old Testament. The fight long-standing. And we worry about those things. Even when we know our worry isn't going to change anything. 
we worry about. The truth of the matter is we carry those quite often unnecessarily on ourselves more than we should. It's okay to worry about those things. It's okay to wonder about them. But we tend to let them weigh us down, control our thoughts, our emotions, prey on our fears and our insecurities that we have for ourselves. And there's really not much we can do about it. And Jesus talks about being worried, being weary and tired, especially being burdened with those type of things. Here in verse 28, he says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. See, most of us are looking at the government for answers. We're looking in the wrong place. We're looking at the doctors for answers. We're looking at diplomats to find solutions. But we're putting all our worries and our thoughts on them. All they need is our prayers. They're the tools that God can use. But all they need is our prayers, not our worries. They're the ones who need to worry about it. We need the government to help solve economic issues and work out the balance of all that. That's their purpose. We need to pray for them. Take our worries to Christ. And pray that they open their eyes and let Him lead them in the right direction to solve those issues. We need doctors to help us get healthy and to find solutions for pandemics or anything else that might be going on in that that sense, in the medical sense. But we need to pray for them and take our worries to Christ and pray that their eyes will open and allow Him to work out that solution in them. That's their job is to find those solutions. We need diplomats to negotiate peace talks to end wars and attacks and quarrels. We need military forces to overcome terrorists. But we need to pray for them. Keep them lifted. Keep them protected by God's grace. And pray that their eyes are open to do His will in those matters. You see, all those people are tools that God can use, but they're not what's going to give us comfort. They're not what's going to take away the worry and the burden from us. Jesus does. When we take our burdens and our worries and our tiredness to Jesus, He takes it from us. And that's where we have to place everything. Is at the cross, at the altar for Christ to take it from us. And yes, while those things may still linger with us, we can trust that God is in control. And we can trust that He will take care of those things for us. Because He is God. And that if it don't immediately work out in the way that you 
hope or pray that it would, you understand that we're in a fallen world and that many of those people are fallen themselves and are not listening to God. You keep praying. You keep taking it to Christ. You keep putting it at His feet. And you let Him carry that load. And even in your day-to-day life, you're worried about finances, you're worried about health, you're worried about family members. Through personal experience, I can tell you the best way to do that is take it to Christ. Worrying is not going to change a thing. Carrying that burden on your mind and on your heart at all times is not going to change a thing for the better. If anything, it's going to make things worse on you and it's going to wear you out even faster. sounds strange, but one of the best things we ever did was stop keeping a register of our checking account. I laid it on the altar and said, God, you will provide enough and you will be sufficient and we will not get more than what we need unless you provide enough to provide what we want. And since then we have been better for it. And that's one of the hardest things to do is just put that completely in the hands of God. That's so hard to do. And it sounds crazy. But sometimes it takes crazy to work. Sometimes it just does. But you take your burdens and your worries to God and He takes care of them. And in that next verse, He tells you how to find rest. He tells you how He's going to provide it. He says, take up my yoke. He says, take up my yoke and learn from me. Because I'm lonely and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Not just for your body, not just for your mind, but for your souls. You'll find rest. And when your soul is restful, everything else is at peace. Because you took up Christ's yoke and you learned from Him. He lived a life that was in servitude to others. He prayed for others before Himself. So many of us are so selfish and self-centered that we don't even realize there are other people who are far worse off than we are that we don't bother to lift them in prayer. Sometimes we may even have a surplus that we can give a little to them. And that's okay. We can. And if we don't have enough to give, that's okay too. We can still offer prayers. Like when Peter and John were walking, say, gold and silver have I not, but what I have give I thee. Take up your mat and walk. And the man was healed in the name of Jesus because they were willing to just offer the grace of God to him. And that's all they had. Not quite often, that's all we have. That's all we need. Prayers. Love of Christ. If we become like Christ, we'll love like Christ. If we humble ourselves like Christ to the point where we are concerned with the souls of others, 
we can at least provide for that by offering them Christ. And if your soul is at rest, everything else will come to peace. He's telling us to follow his lifestyle. Because in all honesty, we're not going to change nothing when when we worry about it. But when we humble ourselves and pray, when we have faith, we can move mountains. And finally, Jesus tells us that we can be assured in Him that that rest will come. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Because it is. Because when we give Him everything we've got, He gives us everything He had, and that's peace and the promise of God. And all our worry and all our fears and all our thoughts and anxieties are on Him. And while we may still think about them or be concerned about them, they're not overbearing. They're not weighing us down. And while they might still be at the back of our heads, and we might say, you know what, I'm still worried about that. I'm able to trust in God. I'm able to leave it at the altar and let God take care of it. Because Christ said I could. Christ promised me that His burden would be light. And from experience, I can tell you it is. When you're able to lay everything down, at the altar and really walk away and leave it there. The burden is light. Most people worry about finances. It's probably the number one worry in every household. Let God have control of the checkbook. You're just a steward of it. So let Him guide your thoughts and your spending pack. A lot of people worry about if they're raising their children right. Let God guide you in that. You're the steward of your children. They were given to you by God. Let God be the guide in how you raise them. Some people are worried about their marriage. Let God guide your marriage. Worried about school. Let God guide that. Worried about work. Let God guide that. Personally, I don't know a single person who can change the economy. Put it in God's hands. Pray for those who can. I don't know a single person who can personally stop the war and the attacks in Israel. But pray for those who can those who have the power. Pray for those who are actually doing the attacking to put their weapons down. Whether they realize it or not, they still follow fall under the sovereignty of God. This is His world. He created it. They will still answer to Him at some point.
the people who hacked the pipeline. Pray God can change their hearts. People who run the pipeline, pray they can fix the issue. Personally, I can't change what happens. But I can pray about it. And I can put that in the hands of God. And I can pray for those who are in control of those situations. And pray that they put it in the hands of God. And that they learn to trust God so that they are guided in the right direction to make the right choice. There's no reason for us to be overburdened with those worries. We can be concerned about them and the effects they'll have on us. But we can also place those concerns in God's hands and trust in Him so that He can lead us in the decisions that need to be done to shape our families where we do have a hand in the control. We can adjust our spending habits when it comes to the economy. We can adjust our driving habits when it comes to a fuel shortage. We can adjust our work habits when it comes to whether we're working too little or too much. We can adjust our family time when it comes to whether we're spending enough time or not enough time. We can adjust our communications with each other when we're having trouble with our relationships and our community and our families. But if we don't put any of that in God's hands, we're probably bound to make the wrong decisions, to do something rash, selfish, more than likely. Because we have to learn from Christ and become humble like Him. We'll tend to put more people ahead of ourselves, not that we think of ourselves less, but that we think less of our, or not that we think less of ourselves, but that we think of ourselves less. It's not that we put ourselves down or treat ourselves badly, but that we put the concerns and needs of others ahead of ours. Because we know that we're taken care of. We can take care of others. We can communicate with others. We can pray for others. And that's the most important thing, is prayer. Through prayer, we exercise faith. And with faith, we can move mountains. So when it comes to your worries and your burdens and your concerns, leave them on the altar. And pick up what Christ has to offer instead and the love of God and your neighbor. Would you pray with me? Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, Thank you for the opportunity to hear your word, Lord. And I know there's so many concerns, so many worries going about in the world right now. I ask that you guide our hearts and our minds to give us the comfort and the knowledge of knowing that you are the master of this world. And that we can put everything in your hands, Lord, and leave it there. And while we may have concerns and worries, we will not let them overbear us because we know that you are in control. And we'll trust you, Lord, that you can guide the people's hearts and minds to make the right decisions so that resolutions can be found 
and then we'll see that our worry doesn't change anything. But when we turn that into humbleness and prayer, it does. We ask you to guide our hearts, our minds, and give rest to our souls, Lord, so that we can take our minds off of the concerns of the world and just focus on the souls of those that are around us, those that we do have an immediate effect on them, that we can minister to in some form or fashion, lead them in prayer, show them a lifestyle that is in line with you, and definitely lift up every person that we can in prayer that can affect change. We ask that you give us a mind to carry the thoughts and the words of your your scripture out into the world, Lord, as we leave this house so that we can visit with others or whatever we have planned today, Lord. We ask that you walk with us in your light and forgive us where we failed you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you.